Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kid, kid, kid. Take it away from him. Down the straight to go. Schumacher blocks. Lutz goes up the inside. And Marcus Schumacher takes the lead. Here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is alongside and ahead. Ocon is also ahead. Let Bora Bress go into the cup. Episode of Pit Stop Fracker. I am your host, Mad, and we're here to review the Japanese Grand Prix. We're a little bit late this week due to some technical difficulties, but we're still here to review another fantastic race. Uh, another race won by Max Verstappen and another Red Bull Constructors Championship. But today I'm joined by Kunle. How are we doing, Kunle? I'm good, bro. How you been? I'm all good. I'm all good, man. I'm surviving. Uh, Marks, how are we doing? Well, I'm all good, bro. I'm good. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Before we get started, uh, let me plug all the socials and do all the housekeeping. So if you are listening to this on Spotify uh, and Apple Music, please subscribe, please uh, like, please leave a review, five star. If you're watching this on YouTube, watching the visuals, leave some comments, leave a like, subscribe and so on. And uh, if you are uh, following, if you're on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now, um Follow us on there, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. And um, we need to get your support in. So for us to grow, for us to 
keep growing as a platform. We need your support. So, and we'll keep bringing you that content, uh, even if it is a little bit late. Um, so for the first topic we're going to talk about, because we're not going to, I know you're probably listening to a lot, a lot of other pods and they've kind of like tiptoed around the subject and they got there eventually. We're going to talk about Mercedes. We're going to talk about this pending civil war that's going on at the moment. And you two are the perfect people to have on regarding this because there is a lot of friction going on at Mercedes between Russell and Hamilton. And it might not be outwardly showing amongst the drivers in interviews or anything like that, but on track, there is issues there. And I don't think personally Mercedes knows how to handle that. So uh, let, let's talk about what happened. Let's just break this down. So let me, let me, let me go to a precursor. So firstly, George Russell decides I'm going to attack Lewis Hamilton in the race quite early on. Lewis Hamilton decides, you know what? Lewis, remember, Lewis Hamilton had damage quite early on in the race due to the incident with Perez. Lewis Hamilton immediately just takes the position back, back on the straight and says, what, what's going on here? Are we actually fighting or what? So I want people to keep in mind that Russell was the instigator for this whole situation, yeah? Then Hamilton pulls away and Russell gets desperate. So he decides to do a one-stop. Like he always does. Put, sticks out a one-stop, says, Inshallah, safety car is coming. Because we saw this last year and it worked. It worked multiple times. This is why he won in points. Because he's like, let me hang for a safety car and let me get lucky here. And Hamilton didn't get the luck of the draw. That didn't work out for him. He was just a slow car on track. He was a traffic cone. Lando Norris overtook him. Oscar Piestro overtook him. Leclerc overtook him. He, he was, people are getting highlight packages on his head top with these overtakes, yeah? Then Sir Lewis Hamilton, quite fast on track, significantly fast on Russell, goes behind uh, George Russell and says, what's going on here, basically? Um, can you move out of the way so I can go catch Leclerc? And let me just, let me just get this... Uh, let me just get this... We want to get this word for word, the radios, yeah? So... Marcus, his radio engineer, says, so Hamilton catches Russell, and then Marcus's uh, engineer says, we'll invert positions. And then Russell's replies, repeat. Then Marcus says, okay, we'll invert positions, we'll invert positions. Then Russell replies, why can't we invert on the last lap? He just keeps the DRS, just like last week, let's keep fighting for a bigger result. So what he's implying is, if we finish, if we do what Carlos Sainz did with Lando Norris last week, we can get a bigger result by doing this DRS uh, train. So, and technically, what he's saying is, I want to finish in front of Hamilton. Yeah? Marcus said, so it's an instruction, George, explanation mark. Quite firm said this is an instruction. Yeah? Russell says, yeah, copy. I'll do it on the main straight when I have DRS. Russell says, he's got new tyres. Is he able to overtake me? Because he doesn't want to be seen as giving the position back to Russell. He wants, he, giving the position to Hamilton, he wants him to overtake him. Then Marcus says, so this is instruction, we will invert explanation point. Then Russell says, yeah, I hear you. And he shouts it, yeah, I hear you. And he says, Russell, he's not even close to me. And literally maybe one millisecond later, Hamilton passes him. So I'm going to, let's, let's, let's break this out. Kunle, what's going on here? You break down what's, your observation of what's happening with this relationship between uh, Russell and Hamilton. Because what is, what's going through Russell's mind at the moment? 
You know what, yeah? I'll be the logical person here. I'll let Matt be the crazy person. The problem is lack of leadership in that Mercedes team. And we've been saying this for a bit. I don't know what. I don't know who's, who's in afraid of the big bad wolf. Not me. Not me. <laughs> I'm you know what? Um, Matt, you go first. Let me attend to something. No, go, 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 you go, go, go. No, you go first. Let me attend to something real quick. Okay. Listen. George, George, George. I mean, Kulaj, right. It, it is comes down straight away from a lack of leadership from at the Mercedes garage. Um, they like to do this thing where it's like equal opportunities. No, there's no such thing as equal opportunities in F1. There's one and there's two. And you know what? If you want to do one and two because Russell's quicker and Hamilton has to be a second driver that race, fair enough. But you need to highlight that before the race. Because then I don't, I think between Hamilton and Russell, obviously, clearly Hamilton's the number one driver in the team. He's the one's getting the most points, whatnot. It doesn't mean George is an absolute scrub and he's a bum and he has to get disrespected like Bottas did. He didn't, he doesn't deserve the Bottas treatment. But there comes a point where you have to just think, well, we're not fighting for a championship here. We need to work together as a team to get as many points as possible. What George said at the beginning was, I can let him pass on the final lap and I just stay in the DRS. No, what if Lewis goes on to collect, catch on the clock? Even if you fall behind sides, it's still the same amount of points. But you're at least helping your teammate and you're showing your teammate that, you know what, I will sacrifice for you. And in the future, I will expect the same thing from me. For me. You know what I mean? You remember what, what, what Lewis had done? When Bottas, um, I can't remember what race it was. Was it 2019 or 2020? Um, and Lewis had to go past. Lewis was quicker. And they're like, Valtteri is James. Let Lewis pass. Valtteri moved out of the way. Let Lewis pass. Lewis, final lap, didn't catch. Um, was it Leclerc or Vettel? Let him back, let him back through. That's it. Yeah, I remember. Oh no, it was Raikkonen. Didn't let couldn't catch Raikkonen. I remember that. Just, and everybody yeah. was everybody was on about, oh yeah, Lewis would regret this at the end of the championship. Blah blah blah. No, nope. let him pass. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. I remember that. And that could have happened if George wasn't too busy trying to defend Lewis. He would have had a bit more tires. Would it could let Hamilton through? Hamilton maybe catch the cut. You might still be able to defend from science. Very unlikely. I do. I know, but you never know. Why you wasted your tires trying to defend off Lewis? Again, just very, very selfish acts, and we see it again and again. And it's about you come in and you pretend to be this type of team player. When I clearly saw, I said he's not going to be a team player. I said it. I said he's. I don't like the guy. He's very snaky. They're, they're saying they're calling him Woody online now. He's like I got a snake in my boot. Yes, there is a snake in it. <laughs> Woody like Woody Toy Story, Woody. Okay. Woody, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm not. Yeah, okay, George. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Let me, let me ask you. Kunle, you go. Go off. Go off. All right. First things first. We knew this was coming. We did. And and this is not even a first Mercedes car. This is just a basic bummy Mercedes. W13 or what they're calling it out here? 14B. 14. 14B? Yeah, that buddy nine buddies. You know, I seen a I, I seen an Instagram post. It's like 
if you're not fine, if you're not rich, you're not bad, you're just a fine girl. This is not a this is not a bad car. This is just a it's a basic ass car, bro. And it's a bad car. It's a bad car. The B I... is for bad. The B is for bad. The B is for bad. Hey, what are you saying? Um, was it catfish? Yeah, it was a catfish. It's a catfish, catfish car. You know what's so funny? Cat... Yeah, it got lipo. It went up to Miami. Went up to me. Miami. Yeah, slimmed down. Said, Nah, nah. Listen, we're gonna have to get that reverse lipo. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah but 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 so this is the thing, right? It's I feel like it comes down to a few things. Firstly, it's Lewis has been nice, or Lewis has been nice. It's not Lil bro that kid since he joined the team. It's not told him you're my number two. It's not you know. It's not put him in his place. I hate Fernando Alonso, but yeah, I'm moving like that with Fernando. Just keep it a buck. Go ask Esteban. Like you gotta be from you gotta be caught with a certain cloth to be able to hang with Fernando like that. He's not gonna do that to Fernando Alonso. Like you're joining the team, you know you're joining as number two. So that's not but no, one. but does, does he does it let me ask you this question? Does Russell know he's joined as a number two? I do not think. Which is where I'm leading. I'm leading. I'm leading. Common sense. I mean, common sense. I was leading to it. Yeah, Number two, Mr. Toto Wolf. There's been no clear indication to this guy that, yo, this is a seven time champion, over 100 race wins, over 100, race, over 100 pole positions. Brother, yeah, I don't even think you've done 100 races in Formula One yet. To even, like, you know, you're not there to compete with him. You're there to complement what he does. Your, your barometer is not to beat him. No, you're not beating him right now. That's not, that should have been set out. But there's been too much of the whole, oh, yeah, we let our race drivers race, you know, blah, 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 blah. And usually it would be okay, one person is already in the lead, so the other person's playing, you know, second field. At this point of the championship, Lewis is clearly in the lead in the team, within the team. How many races are left? Seven, something like that. Yeah, or, six or seven, I think. Yeah. Six or seven. And the, the gap is about 70 points. 75, 75. points, exactly. 75 points. Mercedes ain't getting no wins this year. If we're keeping it back, Ferrari's catching them. And who's that because of? I don't. I don't even think Ferrari needed to cut. I just feel like Ferrari's been better, but they just had more bozo in them than Mercedes before, and now they seem to have their shit together. Because like you don't see them squabbling with each other or doing dumb shit anymore. And when those two things combine, you have this kid who. I know number three is the media. I feel like the media. The media is the media too. Because you know, last year they were on about oh look at George is coming, he's beat Lewis, blah blah blah. No one cares who you beat if you're not winning the championship. Like for me, I don't care. I I mean maybe does, does Lewis care? Nope. Bro, bro, that man didn't even know there was point for finishing tenth at some point. <laughs> I get 
Bro, it finished. It finished. We got, P10. we got somebody that has new money and old money. Yeah, it finished P10 in one race. Who still don't know what the price of milk is? Exactly. You don't, and that's a, that's just an analogy in considering the levels of what they've done in Formula One. He's so far clear in terms of what he's looking at and what he's observing. Yeah, yeah? Russell knows what a point, uh, what point you get for 10 point, 10 place. Hamilton don't know, bro. He, Lewis he's, not, he's not ran there. If it's not 25, 18, or 15, I don't really think he knows what points he's getting. It's probably like maybe at the end of the race when they're doing the debrief, I'm like, okay, yeah, Lewis, you got 10 points for finishing fifth. It's like, oh, okay, cool. On to the next. So you see that media narrative that's building even before even before Russell joined Mercedes about, okay, he's going to come and compete with Lewis. He's going to be better than Bottas. He's going to be a racing driver. You know, he's already doing qualifying. He's already qualifying well in the Williams. He's probably going to do better in the Mercedes. And at the end of last season, you know, after they put Lewis through rigorous testing of that car, I still don't listen to him, which made no sense. You put a man through a gulag and you ask him, what did you face in the gulag? And he tells you, this is what I faced. This is what it should look like. And you don't even listen to him, which is a whole other thing entirely. You know, and you get some, you get some safety cars, you know, and that to you last year. He finishes ahead of Lewis, and then they're going into it like, "Oh yeah, bit Lewis last year, maybe he's the number one." I think I think someone said on F1 TV they called him the number one driver in on the team. Are you dizzy, George Russell, number one driver on the team? Where Lewis? Let Let me know when I can uh, possibly counteract these points. Where Lewis? Where Sir? Wait, not even Lewis. Where Sir Lewis? Hamilton exists in a team where he's won six world championships and has led the team to seven, is it seven, seven world championships now? And you're telling me George Russell is going to be number one in there while Lewis is still racing? Fuck out of here without make sure. Like, I don't, I don't even care what the counter, counter to that is. Like, Maybe in Russell's head, he's thinking, you know, because every driver feels like, yeah, they're the best driver, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's bull there's harassment and there's flirting. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What, what I want to just state is, yeah, because there's been a lot of, like, takes by a lot of Lewis Hamilton fans that I'm not particularly feeling at this moment in time, and I feel like they may be kind of babying Lewis Hamilton in a way because they're like, oh, he should always have a, a second driver. Look, he should be there to be... Uh, he do, no, no, let's be wrong. He should, no, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't, he shouldn't be uh, maybe attacked or threatened by his, his teammate. I don't think, I don't think we need to be behaving like that because Lewis Hamilton was going to dunk on him regardless. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, you know, I give three reasons as to why Russell's felt that comfortable. Yeah, no, and on, on, and in, you have to think about it. If you put yourself in Russell's shoes, yeah, Russell has been re this has been reinforced in his mind. Yeah, Toto's told him you're coming in. You're the future of Mercedes. When Hamilton retires, you're that guy. You're leading this team, right? He's a Mercedes driver. Toto's his agent. This is what's happened. Yeah, he has now moved into that seat. So he's already got that mentality in his head from when he's in Williams, bro. When he's slapping, slapping Bottas in his head, he's like, "I'm taking your job, brother." He took man job now. He's gone into the team. 
in the team. He's using dark hearts here and there. He's trying his best. And guess what? He's come out on top in terms of points, yeah? Something that, you, it's like one of those ones where Lewis Hamilton don't care about that because he's just trying to make sure that the car's good and make sure he can compete again. But Russell's, in his mind, I'm trying to beat Lewis Hamilton. That's my benchmark. He achieves that. So in his mind, it's reinforced again to say, look, I, could, I go toe-to-toe with this guy, right? Now it comes to this season, he can't go toe-to-toe with him. He's realising, he's scrambling, he's looking for opportunities here and there where he could possibly uh, gain an advantage. And it's not working out for him. The guy's hanging out there for safety cars. He's going toe-to-toe with Lewis whenever he gets the opportunity on track. He's saying certain things where it looks like he's disappointing team orders. He doesn't really understand why he's not equal because he's one on points. So in his mind, and we saw the lie detector, he thinks he's better than Lewis Hamilton. And then every right, he has every right to think that, right? But in reality, what's going to happen is he's going to get beat down. And then it's going to be one of those situations. When Bottas came into Formula uh, to Mercedes, he thought he was better than Hamilton. And then he got cooked. So those who can't hear shall feel, right? And he's got that situation right now where he's got something in his pocket where he said, I beat Lewis Hamilton head to head. It's kind of like a gentle button thing. Look, I beat him head to head though. I cooked him in the season. Mm. Even though that wasn't really the reality, my man's doing testing sessions and the other guys try- fight for his life, trying to get every point he can. So, in his mind, he's going to think that. And I don't think it's wrong for him to think that. I don't think it's wrong for him to know. I don't think people should be attacking him for thinking that. But I don't think it's put in the work to feel that way. That's Why don't you think he put in the work? He, he beat Lewis Hamilton on points. Even though that's not reality, he did not perform better than Lewis Hamilton. In his mind, that's what he should think. Every racetrack. You shouldn't be in Formula 1 if you don't think you're better, you're the best. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. You shouldn't be in it. Especially in a top team, you shouldn't be in that team. But I don't. I still I still don't think it's put in the work. Like, you've not done... Brother, you have one race win to your name. Like, you've not done enough for you to go in that team thinking you're better than a seven-time world champion. It's not a one-time champion. It's not a two-time champion. It's not a lucky... It's not a lucky one-off champion. It's a seven-time world champion. And if you want to feel like you're better than a seven-time world champion, you damn near have to have a body of work good enough to stand next to one of his... One season. One season of Lewis Hamilton. Russell doesn't even have that body of work. Half to go half of that season and that's and that's you know and that's um, that's me that's how I see it and this is not even being baby and Lewis Hamilton or gatekeeping like you know I'm not doing that team Elitch bullshit it's just the reality like you look at it and last season was probably one of Lewis's worst seasons in Formula 1 but do you, do you think do you think because Mercedes always say this. They say, look, we don't have number two drivers. We treat them both like number one, whatever, whatever. So do you believe in these calls that Mercedes should have a number two driver for Lewis Hamilton? No, no. I'm not a fan of having number two drivers. I'm not I'm not a fan of, you know, outrightly. Every time a driver has become number two to Lewis, is made them number two. It's made them number two. I and... think you should be number two based on ability. Yeah. Like, you you will be given first uh, first driver opportunities, but if you carry on losing, you will back be de facto number two. Number two, and and I agree with that. I mean, you know, this season and this season so far doesn't mean you start on equal playing ground, though. Why? You, I mean, because, I'm sorry, no. we're starting on equal playing ground. Yeah, but because you know how Mercedes, one, you know how Mercedes person, operate. They gave us equal ground. 
yeah, but then, but then, but only Mercedes do that though. Only Mercedes do that. At the end of the day, you know, eight the guy that's brought you eight constructor championships, seven world drivers championship. You do not, you do not say, oh, well, yeah, you got to start again from the beginning on equal ground as George Russell, who's coming from a deadbeat team, and who's who thought everyone thought he's a better driver than he actually is. He's not. If you, where do people are actually now questioning George's ability now? It just tells you where where it is. Was he I mean, even that great of that? Is he that going to be that world champion? Probably he could just be another Charlotte Clerk. That's it. Damn Charles. Because because at the end of the day, Charles doesn't look like the actual mental team leader of Ferrari. It's Sainz. Yeah, but you might I be mean, right. Really, right. George, right George doesn't. Sainz doesn't like give you that. George, George doesn't. No, but George, George, George gives gives you the speech. Like, oh, yeah, we're gonna he do this strategy. You. We're gonna do that as a team. We're gonna move forward. Da, da, da. He he's talks the very PR, politician, but he's not. politician like. Yeah, but he's he's no no. There's no bark in his bite. So yeah, or is do, no bite okay, in his Mark, bark? Mark's gonna ask a question. Do we have to question why he was brought into the team in the first place? Because if you see it like from the from the outset. You've already got Lewis Hamilton. He's your world champion and so on. All you need to do is provide a car and he's going to br- propel your team forward. Do you need a driver like Russell? No, not really. When you've got Lewis Hamilton? The problem, the problem was they didn't, well, they didn't know how long... They stalled so much with Lewis's contract. They didn't know how long he was going to stay. And that is Mercedes' fault. That's why they brought in George Russell because they're like, oh, well, we have to secure our future or we're going to lose George. If had Hamilton signed, like, say... In 2020 or 2021, a five-year deal with Mercedes, and he's going to race for the next five years. George Russell will not be in the seat next to him. I can guarantee you that, because they're not worrying about oh about losing George because we've got a top-class driver now. We'll we'll, we'll find another driver in five years. Who knows what's going to happen in five years? Lando, Charles, not um, Piastri, maybe anyone is going to be up for grabs. Anyone could George might even be back up for grabs. We can lose him and he'll be back up for grabs in tw- in five years' time. But at the end of the day, now we've got Lewis for a long term. They have to stick with George because he's a no one wants to lose top drivers. No one wants to lose top drivers. And the only reason why they're not treating George like a number two is because he's a they believe he's going to be a top driver and one day he's going to be able to win them a championship in this team. But he's not going to be able to do half as what Lewis can do for them. He, he's not contractually a number two driver like a like a how Perez is. Perez, yeah, I guarantee you on his contract it says you're a number two driver. Oh, Perez, like, I need a drop. You don't, you, you don't. Perez doesn't need to have it in his contract. It's common sense. He knows. It's he common knows. sense. Knows. You come into a team with Max Verstappen. It's common sense. You're going to be number two. It's literally common sense. The only person I think I think another situation that kind of might brew in the future. It could be Landon and Oscar. If they're not, if you're not clear about it, where Lando is clearly the better driver, and people keep on pushing this narrative that oh, you know, Oscar's gonna, Oscar's better than Lando, Oscar's gonna do this, he clearly isn't because we saw to, we saw what Lando did to him on Sunday, on a proper racetrack, we saw what Lando done for him. And listen, don't mean Piastri is not a good driver, but sometimes you have to set clear boundaries and be like, this is our main guy, we're gonna do what's best for him because we believe that he's going, he's got a better chance of winning us a championship. And right now, you don't have to have that argument because you're not fighting for that championship. But when it does come down to the, the crux of it and you're fighting for a championship, say in 2024, 2025, 
You need that number one and number two. There's no way you can go into a season saying, oh, the both of us are going to win a championship. Look, or you're going to get another situation like 2016, where you end up having your um, Lewis Hamilton will come out and start um, throwing the team under the bus saying, oh, they're sabotaging my car. Do you want that to come out in 2026 in the height of the season where you're going to be battling a Red Bull, a McLaren or, and a possibly a Ferrari? You don't want that type of smoke. What, what would you, this look like if, if Mercedes had a good car and they were fighting for races right now? This will look. Yeah. This will look like 26, 2016, but worse. You know what? And I'm I, telling you, know, you, it'll be twenty sixteen, but worse, because I feel like I, if there's race wins in it, George will not hold back. He will not hold back. So it's two things, right? It could either be like it could either be a case of twenty sixteen, or it could be a twenty fifteen. It it could either be one of the two. It could be it could be a it could be a case where Lewis is like, you know what? You're gonna get a few race wins. You're gonna you're gonna contend for this championship. But I'm going to have you fucked up by the end of the championship. Right, you say, couldn't we, you we've lived this movie. We've lived this movie. Do you know no, why? Bro, we are, we're, we're talking about this ain't twenty sixteen. Do you know why this is not twenty sixteen? Because twenty sixteen they had a car advantage. You got Max yeah, and all these other exactly. guys. Exactly. Yeah? That's what I'm gonna you say. You can't give away points. This is two thousand seven where Alonso and Hamilton are taking points of each other. It's just dumb. Exactly. Exactly. But that's this is why I believe in first driver, second driver. And McLaren realized that mistake very soon, didn't they? That's why they got COVID. You can't do it? first driver, first driver. Was it Kovalainen? In next to Ham Lewis. Kovalainen is the factor number two. Ability well, wise. Was, ability wise, yeah. He didn't have it in his contract saying Kovalainen's a number two driver. He's just ability wise number two. You hire somebody that thinks they're a number one, but they're not a number one. That's what he's supposed to do. Ability wise. That's why Bottas was a good hire. Because he thought he was the number one guy. And he pushed Lewis a little bit at the beginning. But Lewis just used to beat him down. Right? That's what that's what uh, Max is doing right now to Paris. Ideally, I'll be real. Ideally, the person that should be next to Lewis was Esteban Ocon. Nah, Ocon, 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 ability-wise. Huh? Exactly. It, but he's, he's good enough to push Lewis... But he's not good enough to beat Lewis, and I'm but not saying that. Oh, and it's and this is goes back to your point of number one, number two. This is where you have a de facto number two, and Esteban Ocon would have been the ideal person to help you because Esteban Ocon can also he was around the Mercedes garage. He can help develop the car as well instead of, and he will think about the team rather than someone saying, "Well, I've got a race win this year. I think we should go in this direction." When clearly for the whole year the car was not working properly. And he still decided to go follow that because he got a race win. That does not make sense. Does that make I, sense to you? I, I personally think it's absurd that they were ever thinking or listening to George Russell in any types of car development when you got a guy that's there. They should not. They should he not was at Williams. He was at the worst. He was in Williams and he never wanted anything to help develop that car. Look what Albon's see? doing right now. Look, look what Albon is doing right now. Hey, you want to tell me your look, what Al, look, what Al, look, look what he I did feel. to the Red Bull as a test driver. I in 2021, like, next year they won I the championship. Alpha, like... they, Red Bull was dominating because of Albon, what Albon was doing. Yeah, I don't know if Mick can recreate that from Mercedes. But yeah. Hold that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, yeah, but, this nah is... I mean, to be honest, a part of me, a part of me just feels like Lewis is great enough to put this guy in his place. He will. He will. Without, you know, without the influence coming from the team. 
But the other part of me just also recognizes that, you know, someone needs to like make that sort of evident to him to say, hey, look, when we tell you get out of the way for Lewis, you don't question it. Exactly. And this is a problem. Like when you I, I heard Toto made that call from the hospital bed. It can rest in peace. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, listen, when Lewis is there, and as I, I as I just said to my heart, I said my heart, you can have a number one or two race by race while you're not while you're not winning for championship. When it comes down to the crux of the championship and you're and you're fighting against multiple cars. You have to be like, we're going into this believing this person's going to win us the championship. You can't go into this thinking both of them are got a chance to win this championship. For example, I'll be real with you. If after like five races, George has won like three of the races and Hamilton is still behind him, you focus on George that season. If that's the case, when you have a race winning car, you focus on George that season. And you're like, Lewis, I know you're a seven-time world champion and I know you want this eighth so badly, but... We have to focus on this guy because we believe he's going to do it because he's proving it right now. You can't then be like, oh, Lewis can't then question it and be like, well, I want to say, even though he's won seven times world champion, you're not doing it at this moment in time for us. We have to go on form right now. And we believe that this is what's going to get us this win. So now when his roles are reversed, George has to be able to do the same. And the Mercedes do not have the balls to do it. And if if you're allowing George to question it, right now, in higher pressure moments, it's going to be even worse. Because the team is going to be thinking, oh, we've got to please George, we've got to please George. When it comes to the contract renewals for George, it's going to be, oh, we've got to please George, or else he's going to leave us. Because we don't know if Hamilton's going to retire in two years. And this is what's going to happen. It's going to happen, and it's going to add pressure to the team. And a team does not need, a team that's so bad at strategy does not need pressure. So my thing is, sorry, Mahad, I know you my question now is that the whole reason, and I'm going, and this is going to go back to when Bottas was at Mercedes, and everybody was saying, you know, Bottas is finishing behind the Red Bulls, is finishing behind the, mm. behind the Ferraris. Don't even go there, Kule. Do not. No, wait. I I know what I know. No, no, no. I'm not bringing back Bottas. No, I'm not don't, bringing don't. back Bottas. But I'm just saying, if that, at that point, the reason why everybody was shouting for George to come in was to say, you know, secure Mercedes as the top team. Right, isn't isn't it now sort of like counterproductive? Like, if you're saying, if you're saying, you know, you don't want Russell to be far back, but then everyone and their moms on Team LH is like, oh, Bottas would not do this, Bottas would not do that. But then they were the ones complaining that Bottas wasn't close enough to Lewis. Like, well, I, I don't know if you get things in 2021. You don't, I don't even get what I'm saying. Can't. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But I just said, Boaz did some nasty things in 2021, which really made me question. I don't even think it was he, he like... He did that because he won't get a new... It was leaving. He yeah. knew he was leaving. Exactly. It's he like when you it's like when you're handing your notice and you're just doing your own thing. Yeah, he's doing his own thing. He didn't care whether I, whether I did whether I followed what the team wanted or he didn't follow what the team wanted. He knew he, he wasn't was getting leaving. a contract. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like... The way Mercedes even handled the whole situation of the um, Imola crash kind of just showed that, yeah, Bottas wasn't wanted here. Because they kind of like, 
they kind of PR'd their way around it. Like, oh, George doesn't really like this, da da da, da blah da blah. We've got George to apologize. You don't just get George to apologize, you slap him in his head, bruv. Give him give him a good punching. Like George could have killed Bottas at the end of the day. And that this that type of disrespect kind of just trickles down. When if you and if you're not gonna give me a contract and it's like from Hungary, you know. Yeah, I, I, I just don't. Yeah, let's show the man some respect. Yeah. All right, this... all right. Before before we kind of like wrap up on the subject, oh, I kind of just want to lay down like Mercedes, brother. You've already shown us that you can't handle no two number one drivers. That is, and that's another thing. Rosberg and Hamilton. You've already seen this. We've seen this movie already, man. Then you bring don't back. Understand Nico, why are you not? Why are you not learning? Bring back Nico. Bring back He's, Nico. He'll be what? Nico be knows, up, knows his place. Nico knows, knows his place. place. No, did he know his place in 2016? I don't know. I think after 2016, Nico knew his place. Yeah, because he retired. Exactly. <laughs> but what, but I, yeah, what I'm trying to I say don't, is, I don't want way, bloggers. I don't want bloggers driving F1 cars. If you're going to operate with this two number one driver policy, yeah, you let them go toe to toe for the next first five rounds. Yeah. Whoever's got the most points at a certain point. Or if the gap is a certain point, that's it. You're the factor number two for that season. Yeah, you're I done. feel like five five out of twenty four races is too early, though. No, no I'm not. I'm, I'm just. I just a hypothetical amount. I'm just saying when yeah. you get to a certain amount where look, we need to put our eggs in this basket rather than yours, and now you're number two. That's how they need to operate, or they do it on a race by race basis, and whoever's fastest. You know what I'm saying? If you're uh, like how Russell was in this race, you know how people were like saying. Uh, in Singapore, oh, why, did, why didn't they just use Timor as a swap Lewis and Hamilton? And they couldn't have done that then. Russell There's, was fast. Listen, if Russell is slower than Hamilton, swap them around. Look what Ferrari used to do. Listen, Alonso is faster than you. This is what you got to do at the end of the day. We saw they, it in the same race in Suzuka. Listen, Piastri was five tenths slower a lap than Lando Norris. Of course, you're going to do team orders. Why are we even have a conversation as a as an F1 community about you, somebody's I'm five tenths faster? They're worrying. Than they're worrying about George's contract, and they want to keep him happy, and they because they and want that, to keep him, awful. and that is a problem. I'm telling you, if this was 2017 and George was in that car next to Lewis, at this at the same ability right now. They're not doing this. They are not doing this. Like they're telling George he's number two. Like they'll bully George like he was um Valerie. They'll bully George like they did Valerie. But because Lewis is coming up to that stage now, at that age where he's like, oh, um, I don't know if he's gonna retire after this contract. I don't know if he's gonna retire after this contract. That is why they keep on doing it and they keep on pandering to George and Mercedes team, keep on pandering to George. And to make him feel comfortable, feel like yes, he's still part of him. He's our future. He's this. Uh, he's our that. You need to be prepared to, if you want to win this eight championship, and it's going to be Hamilton. You're going to have to be prepared to lose George, and just and just get another driver. If you have to go, if you have to go and spend money to do it, just do that. But you have I, to be I, prepared I, I, to I do guarantee, that. I guarantee they told Russell when he signed the contract that Hamilton's going to be gone. Yeah, I, I don't like... think that I don't think they expected him to sign another contract for another two years. I think they thought he was going. To I don't go. think Russell yeah. even did. Yeah, I don't even think Hamilton knew he was going to stay. Or not, to be fair, I think he does. I think he's going. Ru- Russell, 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 and Russell in an ideal world, Russell was thinking, if what happened didn't happen in AD twenty one, Hamilton would have retired. Russell was the one that put out the tweet about on the account about Ferrari. Lewis go to Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I 
know that was you. Throw a track. That was George Russell. That was George Russell. I'm dead. Hey, listen, at least, at least Ferrari would say, look, Hamilton, you're number one, mate. They're brutal. Yeah. They're brutal like that. <laughs> Red Bull are brutal. They'll say you're number one. No, yeah. Well, Ferrari, number one driver was the Charles Leclerc. Because they believed he was going to win the championship, and he was doing it ability, doing it ability wise. This year he wasn't doing ability wise. That's why it's up in there. That's why. It's, that's why. That's why it's open. Yeah, yeah. And now they're thinking like signs, and they're looking at signs. It's looking like signs going forward. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if signs gets a contract before Charles Leclerc. I won't be surprised about that. Anyway, I just want to say. Okay, any final thoughts on this whole Mercedes situation? Because I feel like it's been brewing I'm, for months now. I'm here we've had to allocate some time. We've allocated 40 minutes to this. 40, 40 big ones, bro. Um, I'm here to say... George is just a snake. I mean, I mean, I say he's a snake, but he's he's doing what any racing driver would do. But he's not that guy, and I was right. That's all. That's that's all I need. Vindication. They they tried to tell me I was talking Japanese, but listen, God. I was telling the truth. I was squad. right. Okay. <laughs> um, final Welcome thoughts. Um, Team LH versus Mercedes. I'm here to see it happen. We've been shouting for years that Toto's not the one. They're finally seeing it. They're finally getting it. They're finally realizing that they're not Mercedes fans. They're just Lewis Hamilton fans. <laughs> and if that team loses relevancy, if all of Lewis Hamilton fans stop supporting them, then... I'm here to see. I'm here to see how it turns out. Listen, they're all you know? jumping ship to Piastri right now. <laughs> I'm, to... I'm seeing it in 4K. <laughs> you guys weirdos. What is going on here? They're jumping ship to Piastri right now, oh, man. Lando hates on uh, Team LH, so uh, let's let's support Piastri. You know, <laughs> then next, yeah, that's not they, bro. They tweeted. They tweeted. Man, were tweeting. Yeah, Piastri is better than Norris and Russell already. Just because they got gonna... agendas against Russell and Norris, and then the That's next gonna... day, Oscar Piastri had seventeen seconds on the head by his own teammate. That's not gonna work. The next day, that's not gonna work. Don't be jumping ships like that, man. Just stay let, let, let us chat, stay there. Let Oscar, be, let Oscar be Oscar, man. Let him. Come. And do you know what? I, I, my problem is with the whole team eligibility situation. Yeah, about how they're perceiving the whole situation about with Russell and so on, yeah. Russell's not that guy anyway. He's not a threat. So why why be why acting like he's a threat? He's not a threat, man. He's not a threat. Ability-wise, Lewis is gonna beat him down. That's just how it is, man. This is this is it's we've seen the script already with Rosberg. We've seen it already. We don't need to do this. We don't need to be like he should he should respect Lewis Hamilton and he <laughs> should be a number two driver. I, da, da, da. We, don't we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. This isn't the, the Lewis that's beating him right now. It's not a, a Lewis in his prime, and it's not Lewis at his best. And this, this is, is not, Lewis this... driving in third, fourth gear. He and don't care. Is, he he don't even care not. right now. I, I'm seeing tweets. I'm tweeting tweets like, "Yeah, Hamilton is gonna. He's aiming for a second in the championship for drivers' championship. He does not care. He does yeah, not he'll, care. He'll get if the car. Car in... race wins. He can't win races. He don't care. Bro, Lewis will been... get to P two because of Perez being crap. That is it. It's sipping, it's sipping whiskey after the race. Bro, don't care. He literally does not care. He literally does not care. Man, <laughs> do, you know, do you know how much times, do you know how much times he said in this season that, oh yeah, I'm gonna try help the team get P2 in the constructors. That's all he cares about because that's it's money for the team. That's bo- that's bonuses for the staffs. That's money for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. He does not care about the driver's standard. You know, that's extra money not, for the, for he's his... not fighting for P1. He does not care about the driver's standard. George Russell is like drowning right now. 
Yeah, he is drawing on points with Lando Norris. Lando Norris was on a back marker for half this the season. The only the time Lewis complains... P17s. You know, the only time Lewis complains is when there's a race win on the table and they mess up the strategy and he comes on radio and he's like, guys, we messed up. What we got to we got to sort this out. And that is literally it. That's it. He does not care about P2. P... It's cognitive. You know, they tried to cook me the other day for saying about talking about podiums. Yeah, he doesn't care. This is what I'm he saying. Look how much podiums, podiums. He got. So, listen, listen. Everybody was trying to half, say half his oh, podiums are race wins. Marks, Marks, Marks. Look at the situation in Singapore. Yeah, the situation in Singapore where that like, oh, I should have let Russell through. Da, da, da. Do you know what? Uh, are you actually listening to what Hamilton Hamilton said? Hamilton said I should have had Polo bottled in. Yeah, yeah, because he knows that he could have got a win, basically. But you lot have got cognitive dissonance about oh yeah, Hamilton, you should have let uh, Hamilton through. Da, da, da. He's thinking about I bottled quality. I've, I've been shit at quality all year. But when we at Pit Stop Fracker say something bad about Lewis Hamilton, saying oh he needs to fix up on certain things, we get cooked. But when he says it himself. We're observing the sport. What are you lot doing? Bro don't want hand me downs. He wants to win it himself. Exactly. So let's hold let's hold let's hold everything to a higher standard, like how Lewis Hamilton hold himself to a higher standard. Yeah. He only wants I do, I do feel I'm, like he's, he's only interested in wins post championships. I do feel like he could have been done better to overtake George though. He was he, no, he would have he would have 100 percent done better. He would have 100 percent done better. But yeah. what he he's like, I don't care about that. I care about I bottled Paul. I need to sort it out. And he, and he will sort it out. But the situation is, another situation we're going to talk about right now, and it kind of links back to Mercedes, yeah, is McLaren double podium. This is we've got, yeah? Customer team. Customer team of Mercedes. Yeah? The customer team of Mercedes has decided we're not going to come with a fresh car this year. Came with the fresh car in June, in Silverstone, in July. Silverstone, brought one upgrade on that car. And is beating you in a race by nearly a pit stop. So clearly the engine is not the issue. So the engine is not an issue. But I, what I want to know is why, how Mercedes have brought this car in, a brand new car this year, developed that car, got rid of the, had no side pods, put some side pods on, brought upgrades here and there all over the gaff, had a significant margin in time to McLaren. And now McLaren is dunking on the heads 20 plus seconds in a race. More wind tunnel time. More wind tunnel time. I think that, that. I mean, that can play. That obviously plays a part, but also, again, it comes back to, as Clooney said, leadership. Listening to your lead driver. Listening to your seven-time champion. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's basically they didn't, that's what listen, it is. Listen, McLaren didn't ask Danny Ricardo what he thought. They, they didn't huh? ask Danny Ricardo. Huh? Exactly. They sacked, they sacked Danny Ricardo. Win. They sacked Jake. They sacked, sacked the guy that designed the, designed the car, James Key. They basically just admitted the other day that they basically were going to get rid of Seidel anyway. They got rid of people immediately. Does uh, Mercedes do that? With the failings that they've had since 2022, beginning of the 2020. I mean, look, the, the, the strategy department has gotten even worse since AIOU left. It's because they're using ChatGPT. 
They're still using Excel spreadsheets. That's a problem. Them and I do four second pit stops. I, so, before oh I my speak, gosh, they put four seconds on my boy's head. Okay, top. okay, okay. Oh. Let's let's talk. Let's before we talk about McLaren's double podium. Obviously, this links to it. Let's talk about why McLaren is ahead of Mercedes in this regard. What is going on operationally, Mercedes? Because they've had six fastest pit stops in two years. Six fastest uh, top five pit stops in two years. These men cannot do a pit stop under 2.5 seconds to save their life. I, mean, I was about to say something really crazy, but, you know, I hold my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> don't let, don't let uh, me in. Don't let me uh, in. I mean, I don't even know, man. I'm but what, they, clearly, operationally, they're not operating with well either. So forget about what... The, they can't manage the drivers. Forget about that, yeah? They can't develop a car properly. They can't ma uh, manage their pit crew properly. They can't manage strategy properly. Are we, uh, what I, what, something that we've been pointing out a long time is that Lewis Hamilton and the engine has been covering up a lot of shit for years. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the strategy in court that works is leave it to Lewis, basically. Hammer time, Lewis. Hammer time, Lewis. You know, you have a man. It's doing Lewis, Lewis and Inshallah. Basically, like, it's know. what basically Barcelona was doing in the last years with Messi. Just give the ball to Messi, please. I beg you. Give it to Lewis. You know, like, let's see what LeBron's gonna do with the ball. Let's see I what Lewis is gonna do. It with comes the ball. down. I, I didn't. Think it comes down to efficiency and um, and and it's his strong leadership. Zach Brown, since Zach Brown's come in, he's completely changed McLaren around. Like oh, the fuck, the job yeah. he's done is ridiculous. The first two years, you were looking at him sideways. And you're like, what are you doing? But then he had a plan. He had a plan. That's a real L plan. Yeah. You have to understand, you have to understand, Kunle, as well, yeah, where McLaren was, Again, where they are yeah. now, compared the disadvantage they had, had the they had, They had no engine. They had no money. They had, like, three sponsors on the car. Now we've got the most sponsors on the car. Yeah? You know what? So I'll give Zach, you Brown's, Zach Brown's job is to get money into the car. He's the CEO. He's to get the money in. He needs to get the investors in. He's done that, yeah? He's decided, look, the people that were in charge... James Keyes, all these other people, we need to get rid of them. We made a flop on uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Guess what? We're not going to do Dalian see out the contract. We're going to get rid of this guy. And guess what? We're going to target one of the best drivers out there and get put, put him in there. And they've got Oscar Pichastri in the seat. They then said, look, we've got a disadvantage structurally to Mercedes because we do not have a wind tunnel. We do not have all the technical hires. We do not have the people, yeah? Well, let's put the existing talent that we have in this team since the bloody 80s, 70s, put them in the right places and hire the right people, build this new wind tunnel, invest in that so we can have an equal platform to your Mercedes, your Ferraris and Red Bull in terms of developing a car. These men have not even used that technology yet. They haven't even got Rob Marshall and David Sanchez in next year. They haven't even used the new wind tunnel yet and they've already developed a car better than yours. Mm. So what's going to happen when they actually do that? No, my shout, my shout, my shout is, my shout is, is Mercedes not finishing higher than McLaren until 2026. Mercedes are done for these rigs. Until something drastic happens in terms of technical changes or something happens with Toto or something like that, where there's changes in the background, nothing's going to happen. Nothing happened at McLaren until changes, change, changes were made in the background. It's time for Toto to go. It's time to go. It really it's is. Not, it's not going in your stage 3% of the company. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. 
You can still step aside as team principal. You can hire a team principal. It's a control. So the problem here. Zach Brown's the CEO. He hired Andrea Stella. He hired a team principal. You move upstairs. You move upstairs. You get someone else to take over. So look, I'll be real. No, no. One second. I'll just say this. Look at James Vowles, yeah? Williams is still a bit of a mess. But since he's taken over the team, they've looking so much better. Why couldn't he do something? I mean, yeah, he had the opportunity to do it at Mercedes and kind of wasn't working. Maybe because Williams is a smaller team and we've seen how bad they are. And you, I mean, there's only one way they can go. But it would have still been nice to see, you know what, if he was in charge of Mercedes, what could he have done? He would know. He knows the people that aren't good. They had James Allison making boats when they were designing crap cars. Why is he making boats when you're designing crap cars? He's a guy that's given you, helps you win at least three or four of your titles. He's helped win championships, create championship cars in the past. Why is he designing boats for you to bring him back mid last year to come and start sorting things out now? It makes no sense. Structurally, they, structurally, they are on par with Ferrari. Like that is how I feel. That's how that's how I feel. They are that bad. And Ferrari are actually making major changes since Bussol came in and said, "Look, we need to get, we need to sort this out." But like I said, there has to be movement and changes. I don't see there's movement or changes in the background. So let's. Why let's was why was Allison making boats? Same way in in McLaren. Why did James Key say, "Yeah, Peter Padroma, we're gonna put you to the side," even though he was number two uh, to Adrian New for how many years when he won with Vettel? Why did he say, "Oh yeah"? Neil Oatley, the guy that made championship-winning ground-effect cars in the 1980s, yeah, we're not going to use you because I want to be in control. Second, these, second key got sacked and then man got put in position. What happens with the car? Yeah, it's better. Vroom, vroom. And it's why is Mercedes not making that? Mercedes like, oh, we can't get ahead around ground-effect ground cars. Hire somebody. So, okay. All right. I'm putting this. I'm putting this out there. I look at bring the back Ross Braun. Who the look hell is Ross Braun? Ross Brown's there. Give him a bag. He doesn't want to come back. He will come back for the bag. Brother, he built that. that place, you know. He doesn't want to go back there. He built that place, brother. He doesn't well, want to go know, back there because know, of Toto. Because Toto Ross pushed is not going to go. Ross is not going to go back there if Toto's still there, controlling. Yeah, he's not going to work. It's not working on that Toto. It's not working. On, so look at the current structure. Who in that Mercedes team would? Be a better leader. Exactly. I need, I need Formula One. I need Formula One people in there. That's what I need. There's, I mean, Toto's not a Formula One person. Is it business? You can't. You can't do the CEO, uh, CEO slash team principal team when you're not really a team principal. Adrian uh, Christian Horner is a team principal. He's a TP. Is team principal. You look at Andrea Stella is a team principal. This guy's a technical guy. He actually understands the cars. Yeah, and what he's doing, he's designed cars. You can't have somebody that's a business person doing up team principal. If you want to be a senior role, it's not like Zach Brown's pretending to do technical stuff. Zach Brown's like, I get sponsors and hire people. And that's what why is Toto not taking that role? That's what he should be doing. Bring in someone who knows who knows about cars, who knows about designing cars, who knows mm. shit car when it's... Finish, Toto I mean, does have like, a racing background. It's just yeah, but not Toto the right racing know, background. Toast, Toto doesn't know a shit car if he sees one. Mm. You can give if you present Ross Braun a shit car, he'll tell you this is a shit car. Because it's like he's he's been in charge of race winning cars. He knows what a good car is, regardless of what regulation is going on. So, you know, 
it's optimistic. It's scary, scary, scary. Because you can see the polar opposites now. Let's let's let's, let's speak about a little bit of McLaren. But shout out McLaren, man. Shout out Oscar. This shout is out. this is an insane turnaround in terms of not shout only you can see a team maximizing their opportunities. You can see Oscar Piastri never driven on that track before. P two in quality, P three in the race. Lando outstanding in the race, phenomenal driving. Like, what's their ceiling, Kunle? What's what, what are you expecting? Not only for the end of the season, but towards um, the start of next season. More team orders. I don't. I still don't want to be. I don't want to be too excited. Um, I feel like Lando's body of work is gradually speaking for itself. Um, the only thing left there is a race win. Unfortunately, this season that might not come through because. There is the case of the Red Bull and Max Verstappen. I don't think we're going to see a Singapore again. I don't see. I don't think we're going to see Singapore happening again this year in terms of like the Red Bull performance. It's the same way they gave Brazil away last year. You know when they became dominant and then you know Brazil happened, little blip, and everything back went back to normal. I don't think that's happening again. So, but if the car does get significantly close. To the Red Bull, I still personally believe if it's about two things where driver skill now becomes a factor, where you know tires become a factor, where you know where it's now more than the ability of the car, I feel like Lando would Lando. It's possible for Lando to get a race win in that car. Absolutely. I think you have a good chance in Qatar. That's a it's I'm in Qatar, I believe it's a high deg track and one FP one FP session for a Red Bull. <laughs> we know what Red Bull like. Yeah, Red Bull FP without session. FP sessions are crazy. <laughs> We're set up. Yeah. So if they get if they get it wrong in that FP session, game over. It's game over. Yeah, and I, we'll see, it but... could be it could be Brazil like last year with Mercedes taking advantage mm-hmm. when Red Bull yeah. set up, messed up set up. Yeah, man. So I feel so well, but but then we know that Red Bull car once it's in a sweet spot, Max is Max is putting twenty seconds on everybody's head, like undoubtedly, unquestionably. Um, with Oscar, you know, I like I like I like his I like what he's doing. I like I like the confidence in his driving. Like that's a driver that knows how to drive, and he knows himself. He knows how to drive. However, I wasn't. It was a bit spooky last weekend. That the way the way Lando left him behind. I was looking at that time like mm, it's not it's not looking nice. It didn't really look that hard tire. He didn't really like it. I don't think he liked racing on that tire, or he didn't know how to manage his pace. He dropped off. If there was a quicker car behind, they probably would have caught him. So you know. He's had that before in Silverstone, where just randomly mid race he just ends up stinking. Yeah. No so, but but then it's still it's a rookie, you know. I'm not. And that, that, it's tire management. And you have to learn. Tire, you know, you'll learn that. You'll learn that. You know, the certain drivers that are meant to be tire managers that are having stinkers up and down the grid. You know, fuck hmm. Perez, by the way. Um, yeah. We're gonna talk about him. Yeah, he's a rookie, so you know, I'm I'm managing my expectations. I'm excited for what McLaren. Excited for what McLaren can do with, you know, with the wind tunnel and with the personnel coming in, you know, and with a probably better Mercedes engine or whatever engine we're going to get. 
at some point. But it's it's looking good. It's looking exciting. And let's see, you know. But I'm still managing expectations. I'm not trying to go crazy overboard about it. Um, I think I think with Oscar as well, a good a good sign is the mentality. The man got P three as a rookie. Do you know what he said? You know, I was I was shit today. Still, he acknowledged it. He knew. He said, "Lam, I'm not. I was not good today. I know why. I need to improve on it." Elite mentality from somebody that's a rookie. Because certain man would just grab the podium and be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I did my thing." But he, but he was like, "Yeah, I kind of." But yeah, Lando was up the road, so I need to kind of improve on that. So. Anybody that was saying, yeah, Piastri is better than Oscar, just, just, uh, Piastri is better than Lando, just chill off for a second, innit? I know you, I know you hate Lando and that, and you just want to be jumping on our Piastri bandwagon. People, people need to realize, people need to realize Lando's a bad boy driver. Lewis Hamilton acknowledges that he's a bad boy driver. So I don't understand, you know? Yo. Yeah, yeah, just be observant, innit? People are talking to me, talking to me about Russell. Lando's better than Russell, I don't care. I said this years ago. They need to get it, right? They need to know that this boy can drive the shit out of a Formula 1 car. Like, put him in a race-winning car. He's winning races. He's the third best driver in Formula 1. It's, it's not even close. The boy can drive. People need to realize that. You know, put some respect on his name. I get it. Y'all don't like him because... He might come off as arrogant. He might be a Tory, you know. He might be sport. He might sound like a brat. But y'all shouldn't speak on him like you're, like you're speaking about Lance Stroll. I would like to see him make an overtake without asking for team orders, though. He made an overtake at the beginning of the race on Oscar Piastri. What are you talking about? In the race. same race. I would still like him to make an overtake without asking for team orders. He's made several overtakes. He, he, he's asking for team orders too often. Wait, wait, because look, the guy's slower than him. Matt, look, if, Russell, if, Russell, if Russell is slower than Hamilton, I know. I hear it. I get. It. But Hamilton Lewis is not asking for team orders. He just why should I? Why should it? Why should it burn up? Why should it burn up his tires if the guy? If, if yeah, that's what I'm saying. McLaren don't operate like that, bro. We don't need to be doing. Why? Why burn off your tires? Just do it. Your slow move. Just do it, bro. You're not gonna catch Max. Just do it. Just overtake him. Race. Long term race. Bro. Thinking long term. I'm just. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I just hope because it, he I overtook hope, him at the race at the beginning of the race. I just want. You, you got dunked I mean, on. okay, yes, it's a start of the race. Everyone could overtake at the start of the race. That's been nice. But do, during the race as well, isn't it? Uh, let's let's move on. Without to asking race. for team orders, yeah. No, you're trying to you're trying to stir up. You're trying, to, you're trying to cook something. I'm, I'm not get trying the, to say anything. I'm just saying this is not the first time he's done it, and it's quite a regular thing. Like not a regular thing. I'm, I'm quicker. He's a, I'm quicker. Can you get he's, he's, to get out of the way? He, he's basically he's basically overcut him. How many times? He's cooked in bad times. Please, the pace differential is a bit scary. But anyways, we're gonna we're gonna I'm talk just about, this about the overtake. That's it, isn't it? Moss, answer the question. What's wrong with Perez? <laughs> hey man, he, his wife is giving him stress at home. That's what's happening, bro. Yeah, it seems like in Sing- Singapore and Perez, Singapore and Japan, his driving standards are just falling off a cliff. I don't yeah, know what bro. he's doing. Yeah, but ever since that alleged scandal he had last year, he's been looking really, really scary. He looked good at the beginning of the season. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He won a race. Generally. No, he didn't. Max was just adjusting his car. That was it. Back beat him on pure pace. One million percent. 
He beat no, him up your pace. He did. He beat him up your pace. Perez beat him up your pace in Baku. Oh. He cooked him in every practice session, man. Yeah, well, but Perez does that Baku anyway, so it's not really a shocker, is it? So, yeah, he's he's been stinking up for like, even for Perez to be stinking up, he's been stinking it up for a while. This that was bad, just crashing into everybody. Yeah, but yeah, sorry. This uh, this brings me back to something else. I don't know if we're going to talk on this, but the FIA not knowing their rule book. This is a joke. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to talk Just... about that now as well for Perez. Because obviously yeah. Perez Perez had an incident with Hamilton at the beginning. Uh, then he said he got damaged how from that. He, how did he get away with that? No, because he, he's basically said it's a lap one incident, isn't it? Science, yeah. squeezed, science squeezed him and then he squeezed and he hit Hamilton. Because mm. science has no special awareness. But <laughs> when he, But when it got to... The actual race itself, he dropped back a bit. Then he just started moving like breezy. He's all he over. Dropped back on a safety car restart, didn't he? Oh yeah, on the safety car restart. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He said something wrong with the car, the balance, blah blah blah. blah. Then he what? He just uh, inexplicably just takes out Magnuson, just cooked, him, just absolutely dusted him. The intrusive like, thoughts one. Like, <laughs> I don't... like the worst thing is about that one. The lap before, he nearly did it. And then, then all that after, he's like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, for somebody like Perez, who qualifies badly, he knows how to cut through the field. I don't know what he's doing in these last two races, but he usually knows how to cut through the field. He's been stinking it for a while. He hasn't had a good race in a long time. What was he's his got, last good he's race? He got P2 in Monza. Huh? That's two races ago. P2 in Monza. Did he? Yeah, he dunked on both Ferraris. He got P2. One, two. Yeah, but then that was almost like a recovery drive, no? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Usually his recovery drives are quite clean. But and it's also but, Monza. Like, of course, it's the fuck where well, he's going to be the fastest car there. He's in the fastest car. I expect you to be in the fastest track on the field to get back up there. When was that actually the last time Perez had a good race? When was the last time he had a clean race? I think Monza. Was it clean though? Because no, he was stunk no, in qualifying. No, I'm sorry. I meant the signs of the rules. I meant a clean weekend where it's like, you know, decent qualifying, even though you're qualifying Q2. I mean, P2. It's been, it's been a while still. He no. hasn't had one in a long time. You know what? I have a theory. He's doing all of this to make Marco sound normal so that Marco will say shit and get away with it, like, because the performance is not matching. Yeah, but what. what they, he, he, you know one thing I'll say? I think Perez's contract is watertight. He must have a brazy contract where they can't just dump him because if he had that Red Bull driver contract, they would have dumped him a long time ago. But, but no one else... Have, because he's got a contract that's like external, it's not a Red Bull driver contract. He's got something else. They can't, they, they they can't, even, have, they can't even move him to Alpha Tari. They can't do anything. So he's... Shout out to Perez's lawyers because he's getting paid out. But it's not the only the only reason why AlphaTauri is there is just to move drivers that are part of the Red Bull setup if they're acting crazy and bring someone from AlphaTauri back to Red Bull. Like yeah, but they can't move Perez. You know, people are saying yeah, you know, people are saying oh he can move to AlphaTauri. They can move him. He's, He's specifically got in his contract. I'm not a Red Bull Racing Academy driver. I can't. You cannot do that to me. I yeah, he's a machine. He's meant to be a machinery until they're ready to bring in someone in. Well, they're saying Liam Lawson, isn't it? 
That's what this, that's what they're saying. Have you been impressed with Liam Lawson? Um, he's been alright. I don't, I don't know. Long. I wouldn't say I've been overly him impressed the, with him. Do you want to put him? Do you, do you think they should throw him straight into the Red Bull seat? Max no. Would eat him. Nah, I think Max would just do whatever they did to Albon to him. That would it would eat him alive. No. It would eat him alive. I don't think so. That would be too much on that kid. I don't know. Uh, Lawson is a bit of a weird one. I mean, he looks. I mean, we've seen him over three races. Was it Monza, Singapore, and um, now what's it, what was the last one? Japan. And he's looked. He's, he's looked all right. He's looked okay. I don't know if. Um, Matt, it's okay yeah. to say you don't like anything that comes out of Red Bull. It's not even that. It's okay. It's not it's okay. Who, who, do, who do you want in the Red Bull seats? That's the, that's the thing. Like, because obviously Carlos there, Yuki Sonoda's there. I think Yuki obviously signed that new contract now. He's going to stay at Alfatari and then possibly get that Aston Martin Honda move, whatever. But I think their best option. I feel like their best option would probably still be Daniel Ricciardo. It would basically not be worse than Perez. And he's not better it than will. Max. So they don't need to worry. And it would, and it wouldn't be better than Max. It will. It'll be like it'll be. It'll be worse than Perez. Would it be worse than Perez? Yeah, that guy. He stinks, man. That guy stinks. Danny Rick. Yeah, I think. But I think Grinch. that's part of it that Lando just dunked on his head, man. He just embarrassed him. Exactly, Lando's and Max will dunk on his head and make him look worse. Game off the grid. But then, no, look at, think about this, right? Lando Listen, that guy. He's me- he's mentally weak as well. Get him off the Lando, grid. Lando Lando dunking on you is is embarrassing. Max dunking on you is Max is dunking on everybody. Max dunking on you is basically what it will do to everybody apart from Lewis Hamilton. Exactly. Get him off the grid. He doesn't <laughs> need to be here. Get him off the grid. Oh. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Sorry, yeah. Danny Rick. They don't like you no more. <laughs> Unfortunately, Danny. Unfortunately, Danny. I, I don't, I yeah, don't but think back, back I don't to think the FIA. Yeah, FIA. How did, I, how did how they do that? How did Perez obviously was not... and came back 40 minutes later? 40 minute pit stop, like it's weck. And then you're saying, oh, we're going to change the rules after the fact now. So you can't do that anymore. Why do you not know your rules? Why are you looking up during this race at your rule book? Why does another team know your rules better than you do? This is what people have problems with. Every <laughs> single time they come, they do something just to make themselves look worse. They take one step forward and five steps back. It's horrible. They're a horrible organization. You you literally write the rules. You should know whether or not Jonathan Wheatley knows their rules better than them. We saw this yeah. when they used to be FIA radio. Jonathan Wheatley was just dunking on their head, bro. Jonathan Wheatley used to remind them of what the rules were. That like, you don't know the rules. I know the rules, bro. Yeah. Which is insane. That's like crazy. me. That's like me trying to sub, uh, submit my taxes and me just dunking on HMRC's head. Like I know your rules, bro. You don't even know your own rules. Which is crazy. But yeah, Perez coming back in the race, that's insane. Yeah. Served the penalty. Magnuson does it. Magnuson gets, look, it's like basically he gets no penalty for Magnuson with this situation with Magnuson. How crazy that yeah. is. Insane stuff, man. But yeah, Perez, bro, that fraud watch, you're, you're on the top of that list because we took Carlos Sainz off. You're there. Right now. Carlito's been, Carlito's been okay. Yeah, but remember he was on the fraud watch list and we took him off. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't I didn't really co-sign that. Yeah, why didn't you co-sign that? I, I haven't co-signed that. I did not I agree to that. You. I told you. Why have you not? No, 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 no. No, I told you not. So you're not even moving it. So wait, wait, Mars, are we not moving him from fraud 
what a fraud list, a fraud watch list. No. Why not? You won a race and got two poles in a row. Be serious. Okay. No, no I'm saying like I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't co-sign him being on a, I, being I, a I, fraud I watch. Be, a hey, fraud George Russell needs to be going on a watch list as well, boy. Ah, we'll, we'll be renewing between now and Qatar. We'll be having a committee meeting on that. To be fair, we're gonna have to renew it. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I like uh, I like Carlito. I like his dad. He's a cool kid from a good home. Oh, listen, Carlos has got Carlos has got a big brain IQ driving. Yeah, heritage. But uh, we're gonna have to talk about it. Master looking disgusted. He rolled his ass. Red Bull constructor champion. Well done. For the second year in a row. Um, well done. Let's move on. Max Verstappen, how many wins? Ridiculous amount of wins. Is this like... No one cares. Are we, look, are we looking at a dynasty right now? No, no, who cares? Let's move on. I'm tired. It's, it's too uh, much. Mars, you, can, no, Mars, no. Mars, you can go on mute. Me I'm gone. Gone. Bye. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I don't ever remember a race this season where Max didn't win, to be honest. Singapore, isn't it? Singapore, Baku and Jeddah. Not that many. Like, it's crazy. That's a crazy body of work. Crazy. Do you think, no, but my question is, obviously, they've done this, they're creating history, they've got two in a row now. Do you think they four-peat? Again, like how they did with Vettel? Do you think it's from now to 2026, they're cooking? It depends on what other teams bring next year. But you know the crazy part? I still don't think this is even the best form of their car. You think they're holding back? I still think they're sandbagging. That's crazy. I, I genuinely feel like they're sandbagging, like, because it feels like every time anything wants to, anybody wants to bring like an upgrade that might bring them closer, they do something crazy and then they go like few seconds faster. They was genuinely putting a second a lap on people's head tops, on old tires, on old tires. They've understood every single aspect of that car from tire deck to strategy to the right windows. They know what they're doing, man. Yeah. It's this is it's, this is a different breeze to last year where they were going toe to toe. You know, you know, you know the crazy part, even in Singapore last year, in Singapore last week, where they were bad, they were still like third fastest. Because <laughs> Max was quite into that field like crazy. He was quite in through that field like crazy. Yeah. So you look at how the season started. It was Aston Martin trying to like catch them. Aston Martin's fault. Aston Martin fell off. Ferrari tried. Ferrari is not. They're not even getting close. Yeah, they got that Fugazi race win and all of that. McLaren will try. Mercedes have tried. And no, no, no one has come close. They have more than times to the second position right now. And there's still seven races to go. Max is better than most constructors. Just Max by himself. On his ones. One of them. On his ones. On his ones is probably better than P6 to P10 combined. You can hate them if you want to. But they're doing the great... They're doing the damn job. You've got to respect it. It's the yeah. pinnacle of... It's pinnacle of motorsport. And, and they get it. I think it, I think it's much tighter next year. I, I believe so. I believe so because you, you know everybody talks about oh yeah they had this penalty they reduced wind tunnel time. Blah, blah, blah. That, I said I said from the jump that's going to impact twenty twenty four. That's not going to impact this year because they already built that car when they got the penalty. 
They already yeah. built the car they got right now when they got the penalty. I feel so. Impact and do the next shit's I do feel so, but I feel like it's gonna be one of those ones where they might win it, but they won't win it this easily. Yeah, hundred percent. I and don't think they might win racing that cancel twenty seconds. It's not happening. And it might be a case where they would need the second driver to step up because there'll be other teams in and around there. You know, you need someone to get you P two at least or P three, at least. It's, it's scary hours, but let's see what happens in it. Let's see what happens. Uh, yeah, but before we go, every every team dominates. There's always domination in every era. You know, this yeah, man, is, this is, is, is what it is, man. It's I, well, at least it's not going to be as long as Mercedes one because 2026 is only two years away, so two seasons away. So we've got we have to get through the 2024 season and then 2025 yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Gotta pray, gotta pray that wizard that designs the car with the HP pencil doesn't get a hang of the rules real quick. Listen, I told you, listen, it's gonna we'll be there. Hey, they called me a madman, eh? They called me a madman. Why did they call you a madman? Because I said that man was the greatest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I said it, I said it was the greatest. These guys are dumb, man. Come on, man. But hey, man, we're calling James Allison, you know, bro. Uh, Allison aerodynamically, forget about it. Uh, driver today, um, Max Verstappen apart, Lando Norris. Max apart, apart from Max Lando Norris. Apart from Max Lando Norris, uh, Mars. Uh, I'll give it to Max. He carried that team to a championship win. He broke his back carrying that team. Actually, he did. He did. Yeah. I'll give it to Lionel Norris because fucking hell, man. He talk about dunking on people's heads, but he dunked on everybody's head. He dunked on the Mercedes head, Ferrari head, bloody hell. Didn't need to do it that way. Um, Latifi Award. Paris, bro. Fucking hell. <laughs> Is that his worst performance ever? Bro, it was shameless. Why are you beefing with a really, Why are you beefing with a Haas? It's up there with Silverstone 21. That was a stinker as well. I mean, bro, only one person had the worst race, and that was Logan Stroll. Stroll didn't even... Stroll, his his rear wing fell off. I don't even remember what happened to retire the car. He had to retire the car. He didn't even do nothing wrong. No, boss is harsh, man. My man's rear wing fell off and had to retire the car. Stroll didn't even do nothing wrong. Stroll didn't do that wrong. He was hooping a little bit at the beginning. He was doing well. Yeah. He didn't start the race, did he? No, that's Singapore, bro. No, Singapore, bro, last week. Wake up. Get off the the yak, bro. God damn, man. Damn, Daniel. Man, drinking Merlot and that. Come on, bro. (laughs) I'm only on water today, actually. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? One of these days, we need to bring our filler pods back because I need to talk about that bozo team called Aston. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about... We're having a filler pod next week, bro. Don't worry about that. And Um, talk about bozo team called Aston Martin. Um, yeah, uh, my Latifi award is to George Russell because we did, brother. Yeah. I, I don't know how you could be like, let me go on a one stop on the one of that. This is how stupid this guy is. He tried to dictate his strategy, just dumb this guy. This guy, the highest deck track where people are the people for the race said, Yeah, it might be a three stopper actually, it might not even be a two stopper. This one, you know I tried to do a one stopper. 
you know what you know the, you know the stupid idiot in that in that decision was he could have just done what science did and be faster at the end he could have just like, done the exact it, same strategy he should have just mirrored everybody else's strategy who do you think like, look at what science, look at science right like you know once they realized lewis undercut science they were like okay you know what he's already undercut you stay out there for longer you get fresher tires at the end you go after him at the end But man was waiting for safety car and inshallah to get a free pit stop. That's not, you, that's not how you. That's not how. That's not how the game is played. That's not how the game is played. I'm gonna have to start doing that, bro. Bring back, bring I back. Start the wire. Bro. I can't believe bring, this is not hoops. This is not hoops. Nah. You can't do that, bro. Man, I rely on safety car. Relying on safety Safe. car. Hanging out, bro. there. brother. When you got Ferrari there, you're, you you are beefing Ferrari, fam. Leclerc's up the road, bro. What are you doing? Stop fumbling strategies because you want to beat Lewis Hamilton. Try to maximize the amount of points you can get as a team. What are you doing? Try hanging out there. Just go pit, man. Disgusting. Latifi award for that. Uh, before we go, listeners' questions. Uh, I think we only got a couple today. Who should get the final seat uh, for next season at uh, at Williams? Who should get the final seat? Because cl- clearly Logan never renewed him yet. Should it be Logan? What the the next, I thought I thought he's um, all but confirmed that he's going to get that seat. No, it hasn't been confirmed yet. What Still, are the options? What are apparently, the options? apparently, te- they're testing Mick Schumacher right now, and they're testing Liam Lawson. You know what? Give it to Mick. To Mick, brother. Have you seen how much they're paying for Sergeant Crashes, and then you want Mick in there? God's about to say. Nah, Mike. Um, yeah, uh, give it to Liam. He's. It's not going to be another uh, Mick the Reese thing. He's actually showing that he's good. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just going to be too many Red Bull drivers, bro. bro told the, told the teams be, to get their academy up, innit? Liam's going to be there with flipping. <laughs> Liam's going to be there with flipping Albon, and then they're going to get better, and then Red Bull are going to get it. It's like most of football's got, got full of Cobham, innit? Everyone in the Prem has a Cobham player. Exactly, man. He's get your academy Cobham, up. Cobham fell off, man. That is. Uh, Shut yeah. up. Your setup back is a Cobham graduate. Your setup back is a Cobham graduate. Cobham didn't graduate. fall off, but the, uh, didn't the fall off. team, mm, the team the itself. Main, the, mm. the main team is falling off. Cobham didn't fall off. Don't do that. Do you know what's so funny? Next time you come on the podcast, we'll still be losing. So don't worry about it. <laughs> you can come on next uh, next two months. We'll, we'll still be we'll catch, we'll catch an L tomorrow, too. So <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Uh, who is a bigger terrorist, Ben Russell or Perez? Hmm. Osama bin Russell or... Perez. It's Perez. I don't like George's type of terrorism. George's type George. of terrorism is uh, like the CIA. Yeah. They like infiltrate the country, then blow it up. And like, I don't like that. That's very... That's I, I said he's like that brother from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a brother from Snowfall. <laughs> I can't do nah, that. I feel like, the I feel like man. Paris, yeah, Paris is worse, man. You just see Paris just does Paris, it dumb. No, but Paris I don't think Paris, Paris has not got that reputation. I think it's only recently he's been driving like that. I don't think he's generally got a terrorist reputation. Bro, he was the, running the man biggest off the is road always last... going to be strong. The Bro, biggest what? is always going to be strong. What? Look at what he was doing in Austria last year. Was in Austria last year that was doing madness. Or the year Paris, or was it the year before? No, but then last year, Austria, Russell did terrorism to Paris. Took him out. Bro, 
Paris also has Paris has done terrorism, but we just don't remember because, like, you know, Tire Whisper, bro. What was Russ? What was Paris doing in McLaren? Flat yeah, out that terrorism. Was terrorism. He, he tried to kill that me. Are war oh, crimes, bro. That was war just, crimes, bro. You sound Jensen Button. I want your head. Paris versus Ocon at some point in Racing Point. Full on war crimes. Yeah, Paris's body of work. Nah. I think, I think. I, I again, I, I think for a race win, I think Russell's way more likely to do terrorism. If there's a race win on the line, yeah, Russell is. He activates Russell's, Russell's number one draft pick to punt Max off a track right now. Yeah, he's. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Crash him. Because you know, he, 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 he tried to. He tried to dust off uh, Max in a sprint race in the Baku. Just took out a whole man's side pod. Yeah, and that's not even for a win. I, agree. Anyway. I mean, race win, but in general, Perez's body of work is crazy. That's a nice uh, Final question from Sahib Makbul. Oh, shout out to Raven BMNR that asked the question and Scratching Genius asked the question before that. But the last question is by Sahib Makbul. Are McLaren most likely to challenge Red Bull next year? Yes or no? With the way things are going, current projections, if Mercedes don't get their shit together, if I don't know Ferrari, man, I don't even know what Ferrari are doing in this sport right now, to be honest. Um, yeah, it looks like it. They have the driver, they have the they have the setup of the team, and they've not even used their new wind tunnel yet. And they have yeah, but they're not going. They're not going to use the new wind tunnel. They said not till mid next year. No, they so. they're already using it. They use it. They put the twenty four car in there before the summer. I thought he said they they won't be able to use it until. I'm sure Zach no, Brown said no, it was no. until next year. No, no. He's, they've already put the car in, in just before so, summer break, 2024 car. So They said they're not going to put this year's car in there. They said, they said next they're not year putting car, this year's in, car. This year's car is not going in there. Right. I think next year's This car year's car was made in the Toyota or whatever, wind tunnel. He said this 2024 car is already in the wind tunnel. You know, I, you know it's, it looks likely it's McLaren. I mean, again, it could also be recently by S. Of you know the upturn, because if you ask me this at the start of the season, I'd say no, it would have been a different. So we'll see. You know, it's Formula One. Um, Mark, who's going to be the closer next year? Yeah, uh, um, I'm going to go with the boys in black. Just because? Ask. No. <laughs> oh God, no. I, you know what? Yeah, we we need to talk about those two teams. As well, Hassan, who the other useless organization, Aftari. No, or they, Alfa they, Romeo are going yeah. on the fucking radar, and I'm sick of this shit. Exactly that one. They got how much money? This is a rich ass team. They just go. They just. There's basically no expectations for them, and they just go around with it. They're not. The organizational structure is shocking as well. They're but not. Guess, really, guess, guess who's guess who's in charge over there? Key and Seidel. The second key inside or left, our team became good. Key and Peele. Became More shit. like Key and Peele. Key and Peele. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, 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 last thing, I think it's going to be Ferrari and McLaren. That's what I think Ferrari's going to turn up. I don't know about that team in red, bro. At the end of the day, they, they, this year, they could have comfortably got P2, but their drivers are bozos. You've been that team in red has the same same problems as a, uh, a team in north of England in red. Like they are the exact same. 
You've been expecting so, them so to what, turn what, up for what a we're saying, What we're saying, the structure was there, but the players didn't uh, do their job. Well, the structure isn't there saying. either. But the car was the car was dead though. What's the car, the car there though? Sick, that car was second fast. Yeah, Man United also have Marcus Rashford, so it's I don't like, know if the yeah. car was I don't know if the car was there or the other cars were shit. They were good, man. They yeah, were just being bro. shit. The drivers are being shit. Even Vasur said it. You lot are shit, man. Patting up. They patterned up and now they're gonna get second in constructors. We'll see. We'll see anyway. And who that's we'll who's that because of? Drug Why is he Anyways, shouts to everybody. Shouts if you got here so far. Um, we'll be back next week with a new pod. Um, we're gonna bring back them filler pods. We ain't done in a while, and we're gonna talk about TV like Alpha Romeo and Hass and that going under the radar. You get me? But we'll catch you next week. Peace. Love. Brand new season, brand new dawn for Formula One. It's the Bahrain Grand Prix. And it's lights out and away we go. We off the grid, grid, grid. This for my kid, kid, kid. Take it away from him. Take it away straight to go. Shumaka blocks. Lukas on the inside. And Michael Shumaka takes the lead. Here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is alongside and ahead. Ocon is also ahead. Then four of Brest going into the cup. Vettel ahead of Hamilton. Ahead of Perez. Ahead of Ocon. Ahead of Verstappen. Wow. Mercedes threw everything at him today. Charles Leclerc has coped brilliantly. He won in Spa. He wins in Monza. Charles Leclerc is the winner of the 2019 Italian Grand Prix. And now he finds himself alongside Michael Schumacher as top in the record books. The world championship record is equal. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. For all the kids out there who dream the impossible. Sports Social Podcast Network.